And welcome back to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider. I am your host, Harrison Fagan, and I am joined by my lovely wife and co-host, Mia Fagan. And we are here to break down a movie, this week it was Mia's turn to choose, a movie that is near and dear to her heart that I have not seen yet, and that is Wayne's World. Mia, so... I know that this was a movie that you, uh, like, you're abnormally, I think, enthusiastic about watching this one, even comparatively to some of your other childhood movies. So when do you remember watching this for the first time, and what what do you think resonated so much with you? Um, So I remember watching it because my mom was obsessed with this movie, and she was like, you need to see it. But there were some scenes that I had to close my eyes for. Um, but I think we had it on VHS. I believe, or we had it on DVD. I think it was VHS, and we popped it in. You're honestly so young, I'm surprised you've watched any VHSs. (laughs) We used to have VHSs all the time. Um, Anyway, so she showed that to me, and I thought it was the most hilarious movie ever. Peak comedy for me. I had not even seen the original skit from SNL. Didn't even know it was from SNL. I actually, this is news to me as well. Yes, this is, um, this movie's based off an SNL skit from uh, Mike Myers and Dana Carvey that they had. And um, I think this was like the most successful movie to come from an SNL skit. Because there's been a a few and they were pretty shitty. And this one's been the most successful. I mean, there's even a sequel to it. What what about MacGruber? No, no one saw that movie. Is that, I thought that that was the most successful one. No, that movie was shite. Oh, I I thought that it was a cult classic. So again, showing you how little I know about the SNL MC, the SNL CU, is is it the (laughs) SNL cinematic universe? Yes. Um, So Mia, also, I just feel like you need to like, I feel like we can just tell our listeners that uh, every single movie that you like just came from your mom, because I feel like that's your lead in for every single answer every time I ask you that question. So we may just start skipping it for you in future episodes, just because like, uh, maybe you can specify if it didn't come from your mom. I don't know. She was the one that always would be like, okay, we're going to watch this movie. I really liked it. Here we go. I heard this was good. Here we go. I had no choice. She was just like, all right, we're watching this movie. And I was like, okay, so either didn't like it or liked it. So No, I think it's very sweet. Uh, So uh, the other thing, uh, I mean, I guess, do you think it's going to hold up? Oh, do you think? Yeah. Okay. Do you think 2021, we're still going to, because I'm not going to lie, the Super Bowl commercial sucked. That's because they're old and it was stupid and they had Cardi B in it. And like, nobody knew what Wayne's World was, like that demographic. I knew what it was because I. I mean, did you think it was funny? No, it wasn't fucking funny. Okay, well, see, they they. But this is them in their prime. This is like prime Wayne's World. This is like. So So that's like MJ trying to play pickup in jeans, and this is like Michael Jordan with the Bulls. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, just warning you, it's not a very coherent story. It kind of goes off into places, but that's what it's supposed to be. It's just dumb humor. You might like it because you like really dumb humor. So. Yeah, no, I do. I definitely do like dumber humor movies. So I, I actually, before we, usually that's where we wrap but, uh, the intro, but I do have a fun fact for this movie, like submitted by one of our uh, frequent listeners. His name's Norm. I'm not going to use the last name because I'm not sure if he wants to be semi-anonymous, but shout out Norm for emailing me after pretty much every episode about uh, like, you know, fond memories of the movie. I feel like this is a podcast specifically for you and our moms. And so I appreciate <laughs> you listening. And Norm said that this was the, 
and I hope that I'm not misquoting him here, but my uh, from reading the email, I think and remembering it a few days later, I'm pretty sure he said that this is the movie that he and his wife either went on their first date or one of their first dates to, and uh, basically has led to like a 30 plus year relationship and marriage. There you go. So this may like save our marriage. Not that our marriage needs saving, but it may it's, strengthen it's, our bond. The movie's so good it it made a couple be married for 30 years just because of that movie. All right. Well, then I guess, uh, you know, hopefully it does the same thing for us. And we are going to be right back after we go watch Wayne's World. And yeah. We'll... Yeah. Party on. All right. And we're back. We just watched Wayne's World. And before we get into everything, Harrison is going to do the 60 second summary in which he summarizes the movie in 60 seconds. Pretty self-explanatory. Are you ready yeah, for this? Yeah, I feel like we really don't need to explain it every time. Well, for the, the, the new listeners. Uh, I guess that's fair. We still are small enough that we probably have, you know, a bunch of new listeners coming in every episode. Yep. You would know that better than I do because I don't look at the stats. Yeah, all the all the Wayne's World fans are coming in to listen to this episode, so. Excellent! Okay, so are you ready? Yeah. All right, three, two... Okay, so the movie starts with the, this guy, Wayne, and his friend Garth, and they're doing a show in Wayne's parents' basement. It's like a local TV access broadcast show. And then they kind of go out for a night on the town. There's music playing. And then it's just, like, established that they're really close friends. They've been friends for a long time. And, you know, you're intercut with shots of Rob Lowe and his, like, girlfriend that never comes back into the picture saying that everybody really likes Wayne's World and so he decides that he's going to sell this show without these guys realizing to a sponsor this guy that owns an arcade with the idea that he can like get the guy to plug the arcade on the show and then like make it a little bit more corporatized and professional and so he does this he offers Wayne Garth five thousand dollars they sign off they don't really read the contract and that it gives this guy ownership of the show and then Wayne ends up like getting with a girlfriend and then he's worried that she He's going to leave for this executive because he can help her band take off and it turns out he was off but he went to like go and stop them from hooking up anyway and then for some reason the girl comes back with him even though it's not really established super why she would do that and then uh they like she ends up getting a career because they hack into a u.s government satellite and beam her music video into a record executive's limo who then drives to wayne's house and happily ever after Oh, a minute and 17 seconds. Damn! God! Oh, 20 seconds over. Oh, well. Um, so, since this was your first time watching it, what did you think of the movie? You know, honestly, uh, it was better than I expected. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I had seen clips of this movie before, obviously, because I think it's a fairly iconic movie. And so, and I never found them that funny because it's, like, out of context. And for me, like, and people, like, there's a, everyone has a bad Wayne's World impression now, which I think, like, ups the cringe factor for <laughs> somebody that's, like, new to watching it. And then the other thing, too, is that awful Super Bowl commercial for, like, Uber Eats or something. I don't yeah. know. Maybe you should bleep out the company just because I don't want to give them free advertising on our podcast just bleep it just bleep it and uh so the offer uh, the awful commercial for postmates comes out you know that corporate commercial yeah and like it was like kind of tongue-in-cheek and now that i've seen the movie i get what bit they were referencing i will say the original bit was better and uh that commercial sucked and it made me think that the movie was gonna suck so you came in with low expectations very low expectations (laughs) and they were massively cleared it was not you know it's probably not a movie i'm gonna like rewatch again a whole lot but 
but I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. I thought that it had a lot more heart, and it was funnier than the cringy impressions that people do of it have led me to believe. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I still really enjoyed watching it. I'm actually very surprised that you uh, you liked it. I thought you were going to completely hate it and think it was stupid. I'm surprised that you liked it. Like, there's so much stupid, fun humor in here that I thought that, like, you know, given your opposition to all things fun, that you would hate it. Oh, my God. I'm allowed to like stuff that is funny, and this movie is genuinely funny. I mean, it's no Hubie Halloween, but... I think what makes it work between for this movie is definitely the chemistry between the two main characters. Yeah, I think yeah, I, but I mean, this movie was going to be made or broken on the backs of their chemistry, and yeah. they definitely had it. You could tell that they like each other a lot off the screen, too. Fun fact, they don't. Oh! Well, <laughs> all right, never mind. Apparently, so this, this kind of stems from a skit from SNL that they were like, oh, let's just make this into a movie, and they're like, uh, okay, sure, I don't know if it's going to be good. They had such low expectations for this movie. And because of the low expectations, a lot the SNL people, the corporate media, corporate media didn't really check in on them as much. So they were they were they were allowed to get away with a lot more what they wanted to do. Um, originally, Mike Myers wanted Wayne's World just to be him, no Garth. Garth was made by the actor Dana Carvey. He did it as like a just just a one off kind of character that he did it as a, a favor to Mike Myers, and you know. They worked well together as those two characters, and that's how it happened. But that's weird, huh? That they 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 do have on-screen chemistry, but they're really not close friends at all. Oh, so like in real life, like was there a falling out? Did is this like a is this like a Wayne's World battle? Like the band gets too <laughs> successful, and they end up like having a schism. Was there a schism over the girl? Does it turn out that she was actually like interested in both of them? No, you know, no, no, no. They just they just weren't like really close friends. They were just coworkers. Oh. That's crazy, huh? Like, seeing them on screen, you'd think they'd be, like, really good friends. Well, I mean, that's not true. I mean, there are plenty of people that I've done on-air stuff that you kind of fake your chemistry with. What are you trying to say? Anyway, uh, the movie <laughs> was, you know, I, like, I, I again, I thought it was really funny. I thought that it was surprisingly... I mean, there were parts, like, that I didn't enjoy as much that I felt like were a little... Like, honestly, like... A lot of Wayne's bits, I felt, were a, a little bit cringy and didn't hold up as well as so some you, of the stuff. Like, I, I I enjoyed the Garth character a lot more. Like, see, a lot I would more. Th I would think you'd like Mike Myers' character more. No, you like Garth. I like Garth a lot. More. I would I think did. you would think he was like too weird and it was too. But I think mm -hmm. it works. No, know? yeah, it's weird, but in like a sweet and like He's kind very of, naive. Yeah, like it's kind of like in Mike Myers's character is weird in like a this guy. Like if he was, yeah, like like Wayne. If this was real life, like Wayne definitely would have gotten me too by 2020. <laughs> oh I'm just saying, <laughs> okay. Wayne is a weirdo. Yeah, but like he's a weirdo, but isn't afraid to be he's not afraid to be himself i think that's what the character i think that's what works with the character yeah, yeah I, guess, I, I mean i guess yeah he's I, not ashamed he's like he's a, clearly a loser because he still lives at his, at his parents house but he's just like cool with it he's like whatever he's got that kind of like slacker attitude what? you know sometimes people are late bloomers mia <laughs> and they live at their parents house until they're like 27 He's, yeah, but you clearly can tell that his character is a lot older than he should be moved out. Especially this is, like, in the 90s. How, how, old, was, how old was Mike Myers when this was made? You know, I don't know. 
But I do know this is his first um, film debut. Oh. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Yeah, I mean, you can see kind of the burblings of his comedy style that would later, you know, come out a lot more in, obviously, the Austin Powers Powers movies and things like that. Um, Love Guru. (laughs) (laughs) That was, like, unhinged. No one could say no to Mike Myers anymore. Mike Myers comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, again, I, I, I I enjoyed the character of Garth a lot more. I I thought that, like, some of his bits, like the, like, like how awkward he was every time he talked to the camera killed me every single time. I don't know why, but it was so funny because we all have that one friend who, like, is totally, like, like, they're fun and they're whatever, but, like, the second you turn a camera on them, they're really nervous. They're like, I don't know what to do right now. I'm just not going to talk. I'm going to say all this awkward stuff. It's going to be really stilted. And I felt like he, it was just really funny when he did that like the whole like and how awkward he was around Rob Lowe's character or just anyone in general yeah just basically anyone Anyone who wasn't his friend yeah 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 I like how you get these kind of little windows into Garth's character like you don't fully get to know him but like you know there'll be like little bits of him being like a, a mechanic or something he's making stuff or like he's falling for this one girl who's at this donut shop and he's never talked to at all that whole subplot. Yeah, and he, there's, like, never any resolution on it. Like, I, I appreciated that they just never were, like, they're, like, this is too unrealistic. We can't make him get with her. Yeah. And he just, like, every time he sees her, he apparently goes flying back like he's been hit with a telekinetic punch or something. Yeah, and then he gets up and he's, like, oops, I fell. Yeah. <laughs> or the part where, like, he's clearly getting, he's clearly catching on to Rob Lowe's plan where he's like, hey, guys, this is kind of weird. Like, why would he want to be buying our show, our tiny little show, our access cable kind of show, and, like, what does he want? And But, like, Wayne's character is just, like, all for it. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, let's do it. My favorite character was Garth's dog, who had (laughs) Garth's hair on a dog. And I don't know how, like, I don't know, did they tape a wig to a dog? I don't know how that happened, but it was hilarious. That was your favorite character? That was my favorite character in the movie. Oh, my God. Garth's dog. Garth's dog stole every scene that Garth's dog was in. Um, So what did you think about the story? You know, it's a little helter-skelter all over the place, but Uh also, like, the thing that I think the movie does well is kind of something that you briefly alluded to a couple minutes ago, where it gives you a sense of who these characters are and kind of where they've been without overly, like, expository dialogue. And the one time that they do have overly expository dialogue, they make fun of it in the moment where it was a cameo from, I believe, it's Chris Farley, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where it's Chris Farley as a security guard and he just has this like exposition dump in the (laughs) middle of the thing and he's like, well, Mr. Big is going to be driving through this, 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 and this and then coming back through this at this time and they're like, wow, that sure was a lot of information for a security guard to know. But other than that, the movie doesn't hold your hand in the sense that it just lets you kind of pick up on who these characters are, where they've been, what's important to them via their actions rather than, it shows you rather than telling and lets you kind of fill in the gaps and and is honestly like a breezy watch as a result because it's only, you know, in I think an era where movies are becoming too long. I don't want to sound like the old man here, but like there was like a Wonder Woman movie that just came out, the sequel that was like two hours and 20 minutes when there was no earthly reason for that movie to be that long and i appreciated that this movie was 
90 minutes it gets you in and out and it like it has its fun along the way and like do some of the plot elements feel a little forced or are they zigzagging a little quickly like you know i referenced it during the 60 second summary like how quickly wayne gets his girlfriend back i'm blanking on her name right now cassandra cassandra how quickly he gets her back after like the worst speech of all time felt a little unrealistic but also it's i like, think they just needed to yeah it's an unhinged comedy and it just it wasn't going to dwell on the dramatic parts I don't think. Yeah, I, I will say that Cassandra deserves a lot better than Wayne. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah. I think I get why she would like him. Like, she, like she ma- he makes her laugh, and yeah, you know, I think that's really important in a relationship. So, because you make me laugh too. But you're not Wayne. You are way so better. So you're than saying Wayne. I'm your I'm your Wayne. I'm, no, I, no. This is really this is cutting into focus now. No, is I, that just, I, I just was, I was I was still living with my parents oh when you met my, me. Okay. And then you're okay. You're I'm the not super beautiful to... girl that's out of my league. Uh-uh, but no. I made you laugh, and no, so now you're no, with no, me. No. Um, this is all coming together now. No, 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 no. That's you're not gonna what leave I meant. me for a record executive. No, I'm not. Um, what did you think about the Cassandra character? I actually enjoyed her more than I thought. I thought I, originally I thought that it was just going to be the stereotypical Hot character girl. for the yeah the the girl that's way like improbably attractive for this main character to get with and like totally unrealistic yeah. and she's but really down actually, to earth. Yeah, they gave you again. It's like another one of these things where you get a sense of who she is as a character through her dialogue, through her actions, kind of her world experiences. She's like a struggling artist. You get you uh, start to learn about who she is as a person, kind of the way. To to make it that's important to her how hard she has to drive her band at times through yeah. these phone calls of like we're doing this right now like you got to get over there yeah yeah and i, I, I think I, what i appreciate a lot about these characters in this movie is that they don't change there's no lesson learned they're just like this is who we no, are it's like a 90 minute episode of like seinfeld or something yeah. like that where there's like no one's growing throughout no. the course of this movie no really. and they don't need to because yeah. they're great as they are and you know that's the whole point of this whole rob Lowe character is that he's trying to you know, extort them on their Although, talent. actually, Rob Lowe learns a lesson by the end of the movie. I think that was the final ending, right? Where he I don't know. There's, that... Okay, so at the end, there's three endings. There's the really sad ending where nothing goes right. That, that Arguably the most realistic ending. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Um, the second one is the Scooby-Doo ending, which is my favorite ending, to that be honest. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then the third ending is just them, like, the super happy ending. And I, I, I just don't think there is an actual ending. I think it's just kind of like, this is the end of the movie. That's it. Yeah, they're like it almost is a, a, a meta acknowledgement from the writer, the writers that we weren't really sure how to end this movie. Yeah, so, so we're you just get gonna three. make a joke about it. Yeah, and because at the end they kind of break. The, everyone kind of breaks character, and then that's the end of the movie. But yeah, I I want the super realistic ending where Garth actually gets sent to Guantanamo Bay for hacking <laughs> a government satellite, <laughs> and. You know, like, Rob Lowe's character gets caught in some, like, multi-level marketing scheme and goes to prison, and, yeah. Um, fun fact about this movie, this is actually directed by a woman. Oh, I didn't... Yeah, so SNL's, um, kind of creator, Lauren Michaels, he's kind of, like, the He was the producer on this movie, I believe, right? I believe so. He knew, kind of, the audience of what Wayne's World is. It's a very, like, heavy metal, hair metal kind of vibe that you get right so he knew this director who is was pretty well known for like documentaries on like punk rock and heavy metal i think she did like a documentary with ozzy osbourne or or something like that so she was in that scene and that's why he picked her and this was like her first very big um debut film and she was just really surprised because she's like i'm a woman director and it's really hard for me to get work and so this kind of opened the door for her but 
the thing is, is that Mike Myers is notoriously very hard to get along with. Yes. Apparently, he is very hard no, to work yeah, with. No, yeah, that's that's something even I, as, like, not a Mike Myers fan, am aware of. That's, yeah. I think, like, so, pretty out there in the in the celebrity news media. He and the director um, really clashed, and, like, he wanted to do certain things, and she's like, nope, this is my movie. Is he, like, the only not nice Canadian? I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. But, um, you think he's, like, really passive-aggressive about it? He's like, oh, well, maybe we should make a different no, choice, eh? he was not passive-aggressive. He would throw... <laughs> no, I'm serious. There's a story where she was talking about um, in crafts... The craft services gave um, him something about margarine and butter. They mixed it up or something, and he got pissed about it, and he flipped over the table with food. Wow. So they clashed it's, it's a lot. It's kind of interesting how a lot of these guys that, like, try the hardest in their comedy to portray themselves as this, like, funny, kind of goofy everyman who everyone like, should like. Like, laid back. Yeah, are usually, like, really the uptight. worst to everyone yeah. on set. It amazes me. Like, I honestly just learned about it, like, like an hour ago about all this stuff behind the scenes. And I, I always thought, like, Mike Myers and Wayne were kind of, like, the same person. No. But it really isn't. Yeah. It's so scary. It's so weird. And so because they clashed so much that she he didn't ask her to come back for the sequel. Isn't that why the sequel's bad? Yeah, the sequel's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. I forget who was talking about this, but somebody recently, I listened, I think it was an aside on a different podcast, they were having a conversation about this, and they're like, yeah, I mean, it got totally unhinged by the second one because there was no one to hold him back. Yeah, so, yeah, because he, he thought, like, oh, Wayne's World is my idea. It's my creation, but... The director was like, this is my movie, though. So, like, um, yeah, they just didn't do it. I actually really enjoyed the directorial style. I yeah. Thought, like, there were some, like, funny shots. Like, some of the cutaways were really, like, comedic. Well, when they broke the third and, wall, I think yeah. that's really funny, too. Or, like, the the one part that gets me is when they go to the, um, the donut shop and it's the owner. And he's Ed O'Neill from um, Modern Family. There are a bunch of older people that just got really upset that you called him Ed O'Neill from. Oh, okay, married with children, whatever. <laughs> um, and he starts to talk to the camera, and the camera follows him. And then I think it's Wayne comes by, and he's like, "Whoa, no, no, no! You only talk to us, not him. Come, come, follow us." I yeah, thought that was pretty funny. No, that was funny, and he, his he did steal a lot of the scenes that he was in. He was great. So, like, I think I think what we should do impromptu power rankings of characters in this movie. So I'm gonna I, I'm just gonna get us started. Garth's dog, <laughs> the potentially murderous do donut shop owner. Yeah, every line he was, it was just like, you were just like, what the fuck is he talking about? He was just talking about murdering people. And he's like, have you ever murdered a man in cold? Did you know that when you stab him, the the heat from his blood rises up? Or yeah. Like that? And then Cassandra. Cassandra, And then yeah. the guy who's always on the verge of throwing up. <laughs> and, uh, and then Garth. And then that's like the top five Wayne's World characters. Really? Yeah. That's funny. You don't even like Wayne at all. Not really, no. I think I like Wayne because of his like mannerisms and his catchphrases. You can tell that this movie has a lot of catchphrases. Okay, did the, did the schwing thing, did that make you laugh? Because to me, I just cringed. No, that made me laugh. Because my mom, me and my mom used to say that all the time too. What's I going to say? So... A little tidbit. I did a lot of research on this movie. so All right. Gonna... No, do your exposition dump. It's convenient <laughs> that you know all this. <laughs> so the scene where they were singing Bohemian Rhapsody. That's a very, very famous scene in the movie. And it's very iconic where they were like, you know, head thrashing in the car to Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, Mike Myers actually really pushed for that song. They wanted the, the Lauren Michaels really wanted like a Guns N' Roses song. And he's like, nope, 
we're doing Bohemian and Rhapsody, and if you don't do it, I'm walking out of here. So they're like, fuck, fine, we'll do Bohemian Rhapsody. And at the time, Queen wasn't popular anymore, because Queen was like a more of a 70s rock band, and they were kind of falling out of, you know, the youth's radar. And this movie actually brought Bohemian Rhapsody back. Oh, I thought that you were going to say it was something about it was too expensive for Mm-mm. them to use almost. No, it brought it back, and, you know, before... and. Freddie Mercury actually got to see this scene before he died, too, and he really loved it. So that's why Mike Myers is in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, because of that. I didn't even know it was a little like It was a little wink and nod. Yeah, he's in it. He's, like, one of the producers. Oh, okay. So that's why. So I think that's kind of interesting. And I like that scene. It kind of just kind of establishes who they are. And they're just kind of, you know, because, like, when you're in a small town and there's nothing else to do, you kind of just drive around with your friends and just you know fart around and i think that's a really good establishing point for these characters that yeah just... was it i think there was one of the states that was one of my favorite little gags that they did during the during the movie was when they were doing the green screen oh yeah 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 they're like, like oh we'll go to texas howdy everyone yeah and then or... like, it was like vermont and they're like we're in vermont no i think it was delaware oh delaware you're right it's like hi I'm in Delaware. And they're just like shrugging. They like don't know what to do is the impression. <laughs> yeah. I think in this movie, there's a lot of little sketches, I think, yeah. pieced together. It's basically a bunch of SNL sketches mm-hmm. with a loosely connected plot. And characters that are just one point. Yeah. But it works. It works. And it, it makes it it makes it fun and funny. And it's just kind of like a slacker kind of comedy. So have you seen, have you seen Wayne's World 2? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask you if you want to see a Wayne's World 3 with like Cardi B. Uh, no. See, what's, no. what's funny is that this movie is all about, like, going against corporate and, like, being authentic self and, like, not selling out. And then they did this, that commercial, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of money Yeah, for but that. it's, like, and completely, like, against what they were for in that. But in also, movie. in that bit, they're selling out. So they're, like, Oh, but they, they kind of know. But they're making fun of it. Yeah. But also, they still did it. Yeah. So... Yeah. It's kind of like that scene in it's the... It's not that surprising. In the movie where they're... Rob Lowe's character's like, yeah, you have to plug this arcade that signed with you. And Wayne and Garth are just going off, and they're like, that's, like, that's super... That's the exact scene that I'm talking about. Oh, I yeah, thought you were talking about the... the commercial. No, I'm talking about in the scene, in this movie. Yeah. They're selling out while making fun of selling out. Yeah. And then that's... That's such a brilliant scene. I love that scene so much. Yeah, and so, but that's what I mean. It was funny, but they also still sold out in that scene by doing those free, those ads for those companies. So I'm not that surprised that they were willing to do it for a lot more money than they probably even made on Wayne's World. Yeah. Um. Another funny scene is when Wayne and Garth, because I really like the scenes where it's just Wayne and Garth. That's it. Mm-hmm. I think they work really well together. And that one scene where they're kind of like, um, sitting on the car. Yeah. Watching that. And then Garth is like, hey, so do you do you find Bugs Bunny in a dress attractive? And then Wayne's like, no. And he's like, yeah, no, me neither. I don't know why I said that. And then the Space Jam writers watch that and we're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> and um, then that's how Lola Bunny was born. Uh, speaking of um, attractive females, Cassandra is actually the first character that I was like, whoa, someone that's kind of like me is on screen. I think that really resonated with me. Because she's half, she, the, the character's half Filipino, and I've never really seen a Filipino character on screen before, and I think that was really cool. That really shaped my childhood. I think, I thought she was so badass. Like, I no, wanted to was, be she's her. A, she's a great character. That's why I put her third in my power ranking. She was just so cool, and I was like, damn, they didn't get, like, a generic white girl or anything. No, and she was funny. Yeah, she was funny. Yeah, uh, she did you know that own. she's the voice of Lilo's uh, sister in Lilo and Stitch? I did not. 
Do you have any more fun facts that you want to Oh, I have so much here? more, but no, I, I, I think, know that you're getting annoyed with me. <laughs> no, I, th- I mean, I just think, look, I think, I think we got to wrap it up. I think th- this has been it on Wayne's World. <laughs> but, th- so, overall, I think it still holds up. I think it's still a good comedy. There are some parts where, yeah, it's a little outdated, but... Oh, oh, one more. Did, what did you think about the Terminator uh Oh, yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah, I, you I like that. I it, knew you would like that. There was that. no reason for that to be in there, <laughs> no. but it was hilarious, and I yeah, loved it. Yeah, so Wayne gets pulled over, and it's the cop from Terminator 2, and he shows him a picture. He's like, have you seen this boy? And then Wayne screams and just drives away, and it's never referenced again. That's the actual guy. Yeah, well, I know that's the actual oh, guy. Oh, I didn't know he knew that or not. No, that's why I was, I was so really, excited that's to tell why you. That's why I laughed really hard. <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, um... So overall, I think we both like this movie. Yeah, I, th- I think I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Now you get all. Now I can say all the references to you in my normal day talking to you. So great, <laughs> super psyched. Um, so did you have a movie picked out for us? I do. Oh, okay. See, I don't know what it is. So yeah, you I'm do scared. not. So, uh, Mia, I have actually a little bit of a surprise for you. You know, for this podcast, normally we like to go back and rewatch our childhood movies and oh, no. things like that. Oh God, I know what this. But I'm, I know where this is going. In I a week, fucking oh my, no. There's <laughs> in a week. There's a movie coming out. No. That is uh-huh. the first movie that you and I ever saw on a date. No. We saw Justice League. No. And now, you know, we are going to, in the spirit of one of our listeners, Norm, who said that this was the first movie that he and his wife saw, we are going to revisit the first movie that you and I watched together, and and that is Justice League. And we're going to watch the Snyder Cut all four hours. No! (laughs) All four hours so that you don't have to. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to make us, I thought you were just going to make us watch the original one. I was fine with that. No, we're watching the Snyder Cut, baby. Fuck. We live in a society. Oh, God. All right. Well, look forward to that. I'm not. Um, you can find us on Spotify and iTunes. And if you give us a five-star review with whatever you say on your five-star review, we'll read it and consider it and say it on the show. Do you actually check those? Have you been checking them? Because yeah. you're supposed to be. I, I do. Okay, good. And you can find us on Twitter. You can shout out if you want a movie that we, you want us to watch. We'll take into consideration we are not liable for all the movies that you tell us and uh everyone stay safe out there wear a mask and uh party on harrison party on mia